Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Ruby Slipper podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm super grateful that you chose to put me in your ears today. I have a guest that is really for all you mamas out there and mamas-to-be. You are going to love, 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 love the content that we've got for you today. So I'd like to introduce you to Jules Coffee. Jules is a mum. She has a lifestyle brand on Instagram and she's a doula. She's all about women's empowerment and empowering women when they are birthing their babies. So welcome, Jules. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. Hi, Rosie. Thanks for having me. So if you just want to share with everyone a little bit about you, your journey that brought you to the place where you're like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with women. I want to specifically be there with them to empower them when they're bringing their babies into this world. So how did that come about for you? Yeah, sure. So I've always been quite maternal. Um, my whole life, like throughout my childhood and even my teenage years and always um, knew that I was destined to become a mum. Always always really been excited about the journey and I guess I put a lot of emphasis on being a mum, not so much on the pregnancy and the birthing journey. I didn't really realise how important they are. So obviously like a lot of first-time mums, it was all about setting up the room and getting all the the cute clothes and all that kind of thing. And I just really, you know, trusted the system when it came to to birthing. And I think I was a little bit blindsided during my pregnancy. I was quite sick and I had so many different things happening that I was unsure about and um, had my birth. And look, it wasn't a traumatic birth by any means. I think I was just really shocked going into like afterwards. I was like, oh, wow, that was kind of a bit of a shock. I wish I'd been a bit more prepared. I wish I'd done a bit of prep and learned a bit more about the process and what my options were and just done a bit more homework, I guess, Mm. which I think a lot of people, I think it's quite common. 100%. As you're speaking, I can think about the birth of my first daughter. Yes. And I had no idea what I was doing. I had this image in my head of what it was supposed to be like. Uh And I remember having her and I was just like, you know, obviously happy to have the baby. But I was just like, there's so much more to me than that. Like there has to be more to birth than that. Like I was just, I was powerless. I relied totally on everything outside of me instead of looking at what was in me. Yes, exactly. And it can be just some really simple you know, things like knowledge is power, right? So just, you know, doing a bit of research or maybe doing a hypnobirthing course or, you know, having a doula, like things like that, like just just looking into it a little bit more can really help with having a more positive birth experience. Um, And it's not about um, you know, birthing freely in the woods with a deer. Like it's not about yeah. that. It's not that's not what I'm all about. I'm still very much, you know, that there's a there's a place for the hospital system, absolutely. It's just more about feeling informed so that, you know, when when there's a decision that needs to be made, you feel really empowered and you feel really good about that and you come out of your birth no matter what's happened, feeling like you were really supported. And I just thought, oh, I really kind of want to do things differently next time. So listened to podcasts and um, started to do some research and I thought, oh, this is really amazing. And I learned what a doula was and I was following some doulas just on Instagram and I was like, wow, isn't that amazing that that's a job? It's essentially a non-medical midwife. So, you know, you're with the 
client from pregnancy throughout the birth and into that fourth trimester, helping with lactation and things like that. So I looked into it and literally that day I burst into tears. And every time I talk about it, like I want to cry, but I was like, that's my calling. Like, I think this is my thing. Like I've got my thing. Like I've never had my thing. You know, I'm turning 35 and my whole life up until I was 32, I was still I thought being a mum was going to be my thing. Like, it sounds mm, funny. I think like a I, lot of mums – no, I think a lot of mums think that. Yeah, I just thought, oh, you know, I went to uni and studied criminology and, you know, did a couple other things, did some nannying, did some bits and pieces and I thought, oh, maybe I'll invent something. I'll be an entrepreneur. Like, what am I going to do? And nothing really stuck with me enough to want to, like – you know, push through and do it. Mm. Um, and I went down to Sydney for my doula course and I was sitting amongst these women in this circle and it was day one and I was just so emotional. I like cried all day because I just was like, this is my thing. Like, I just want to be surrounded by beautiful women wanting to empower other beautiful women and it's just something that really stuck with me and um, – yeah, and then obviously I did my course and started doing births and I was obviously quite nervous because, you know, I feel like there was a lot of expectation. Mm. If you have a doula, you think that you're gonna everything's going to go really well. And But, yeah, every birth is just a learning process. There's not one birth that's the same from all the births, yep. many births that I've done. So that was my journey to becoming a doula. Could you have your second baby after you'd done the yes, course? Yes, So I became yeah, so a doula. So how did that – yeah. And then everyone said, oh, so you'll just doula yourself? And I was like, oh, no, I need a doula. Like, I'm going to have a doula. Like, that's, yeah, even doulas need doulas because, you know, when you're in transition, you everybody needs to be, you know, refocused mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. brought back down to earth. So, I had an amazing doula, um, Karen Scanlon from Embracing Birth. She is like my mentor. She is amazing. So, I had her at my birth, which was great and a birth photographer and then I think I got back into doulering when uh, my second was about she was nearly seven months old and I remember yep. like my first birth after she was born and I had to like sneak away into one of the birthing suites and quickly pump, um, pump. <laughs> pump and go back I'm like I'm just happens to the guys. best of us happens yeah, to the best of yeah, us pumping at work on the job pumping and I just said to my clients like I'm just gonna give you guys some time because I always try and give my clients like a bit of one-on-one time just the two of them yeah I'm gonna give you guys yep. some time I'm like quick exploding <laughs> um <laughs> But it was, you know, I just, I got really stuck straight back into it. I did so many births like that following year. I did lots of births and it was challenging. Like being on call is definitely a challenge. Mm. But um, Mm. I was an air hostess in Dubai for four years. So, I'm used to that kind of being on call, not sleeping kind of situation. Weird hours, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. another one of my jobs that I did because, you know, why not? But I think I'm When you look back, I think like even that, just the air hostess, like yeah, there's there's like a similar thread in there of it's you're not going to be sleeping. Like it's you're not going to like it whatever you do, it's going to have like a thread of yeah. uh on callness, I on guess. Coolness. Exactly. For, so it prepared yeah, me. Yeah. But I guess I'm yeah. true testament that you never kind of too old and just do all the things, you know, that's what your twenties is for, I think. I think it's about mm. discovering yourself and who you are and Absolutely. what you like and don't like, whether that be relationships, whether that be a job, um, and just really finding your calling and you're never too you're never too old to kind of No, never. Yeah, we're always evolving and it's okay to want to change too. Like you think you might find what you want to do 
you know, in your 20s or 30s and then that might change. So, yeah, I just think that, yeah, it's important as women and as mothers to make sure that we keep evolving and doing things that we love. Absolutely. Struggling to figure out your purpose? I've been there and lucky for you, I'm a bit of a pro at helping people find theirs. Check out the Work With Me tab on my website, www.rosynerney.com and click on Find My Why. I'd love to connect and help you bring your why into the light. Did you come up against any challenges when you were telling people like your family, your friends, I'm going to be a doula, this is what I'm going to do? Because being a doula is kind of like, you know, if you say to someone, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer, they're like, oh, that's amazing, you know, yeah. that's such a wonderful job. Yeah, if you say I'm going to be pay. a doula, people go, what? Ah, <laughs> what's that? So, yeah, so... Did yeah. you come up against that? And if you did, how did you navigate it and or not let it affect you if people were negative about it? Yeah, so I think, like I said, people like, a what? A what? Even though I, even though I say mm. it now, so now I really just call myself a birth professional, birth su- like professional birth support. I was filling yeah. out my daughter's school um, paperwork. She's going to school next year and it's like occupation. I was just like, Professional birth support because doula yeah. like, what? So, yeah, because it's a bit hippie-ish, right? It's kind of like, yeah, 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 a lot of people kind of don't understand it. And I think the fact that it is such a passion, like it's not something that you do for money. Mm. Obviously, I get paid to do it and then I do a lot yeah. of – I actually do a lot for nothing because I just – I just want people to feel so empowered um, and it is just such a passion. I've had people messaging me and say, oh, I really want to be a doula. And the first thing I say is like, just so you know, like it's generally unless you're kind of doing other services like hypnobirthing or lactation consulting or something like that where you can get paid a lot more by the hour. It's not something that you could kind of do and have like a normal wage. As yeah, starts, yeah. You're limited to how many clients you you kind yeah. of do. But no, I had quite good feedback, which is good. And a couple yeah. of people were like, why don't you just become a midwife? And I was like, oh. And people still say that now, like, but it's so different. Like, I would love to yeah, become a midwife. Totally. Like, I'm definitely, once I'm finished having kids and they're grown up and I would definitely do my studies just to kind of have that knowledge. And I think yeah. I would really enjoy it. But it's so different because you're so bound by the system yeah absolutely um you know it's just obviously so strict and being a doula is nice because you're kind of hands off from that side of things you're just really all about the you know continuity of support into the in the lead up that connection with the mother as well yeah and the partner but it's just like yeah you know like you said like the system I, you know, I've got, I've had four babies. Yeah, so you, you go girl. in. Yeah. 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 So you go in and they check all the boxes and it's just like, well, there's someone waiting after you. So, yes. you know, you're just a number that needs to be pushed through. Like yeah. occasionally, like with my girls, I've had a few midwives that, that were really lovely and took yes. the time to kind of establish a bit of a relationship. But for the, for the most part, it was, you pump you in and out, pump you in and out because there's more people behind you. Um, yeah. And that's what I love about, professional birth supports mm-hmm. or doulas yeah. <laughs> um, is that you develop that relationship, you develop that connection. And when you have that with someone, when you're birthing, you're so much calmer, you feel so much more in control. Like just knowing that there's someone there that knows you, that yeah. understands you, that trusts you, that has your back yes. and that if anything went wrong would be your voice yes. when you possibly couldn't be your voice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I lo- I just – I love that. And I've got the same experience as you. Like I've been able to compare a very, very systemized birth to the very not 
systemized. I felt very much in control yeah, uh, for, for the others and yeah, there's a big difference. Yes, huge There's a difference. big difference. Yeah, it's not about kind of where you birth. It's about feeling supported but just having knowledge. Knowledge is power so that if something comes up or, you know, and just feeling, yeah, just feeling really empowered that you know what your options are and feeling determined like, I don't know, there's something about that, like just feeling so determined regardless. Mm. Um, mm. Women are amazing. Like honestly, I've just seen so many, obviously such a wide scope with all the births I've done. But what I take from it is that, oh my gosh, women can just do anything. And mm. obviously there's situations where things don't go the way that you planned and your birth preferences, um, you know, take mm. a different path. But at the end of the day, what I've seen is that once we've got our mind focused on something, we can do anything. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. So how do you stay connected to your passion? I mean, I have my own passion, so I, I get it, but... You know, life happens, kids mm. happen, family happens. We've got all that other kind of stuff that's happening. But what I have found, so I've worked very closely with a lot of women over the past five years. And what I find is that they're very passionate about something, but then as they're pursuing it, they're like, oh, but my kids need this. Oh, but my partner needs this. Oh, mm-hmm. but maybe I should be doing this. And then their their passion gets like pushed to the back of the cupboard yeah. and yep. everyone else comes first. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you ensure that? that doesn't happen to you. Yeah, absolutely. Because my husband works really long hours. He's got his own business. And obviously, he's the breadwinner, essentially, because, you know, he's got his own company and we're building a house. And the main priority is obviously him working. So, I've obviously got the children and that can be overwhelming in itself, (laughs) as you know. Yes, it can. Um, (laughs) Double what I've got. So, you're amazing. But um, I I think what keeps me really... I mean, obviously, the passion for it, but I feel like a responsibility. Like, I feel like this is going to sound a bit wanky because, and I don't mean it. No, like trust this, me, it but, won't. Um, trust me, it won't. If I feel like I have a client, so for instance, next year I'm taking off technically, except for friends and repeat mm-hmm. clients. So I've got a friend that's due in January, and then I've got a repeat client. I was a doula for her first baby, and so of course I'm going to do. I have to be there for a second, um, mm-hmm. but. I just feel this responsibility. Like if I get a message and like, oh, I really want you to be my doula. I'm just like, I feel like I can't say no. I'm not good at saying no anyway. I'm that kind of personality. (laughs) I'm getting better at it. I'm getting a bit better at it. But I just feel like, oh, I don't want you to miss out on having me. Like as having a doula, like I don't want you. Mm. I just think about what could be in some situations if I, you know, if I wasn't there and um, I just want everyone to have an empowered birth and, you know, there's ways, there's things in the works that will hopefully I'll be able to kind of weed my way into everyone's pregnancy birthing journey without being there, uh, which is very yep. exciting. But, um, yeah, yep. I just feel like I need to be there and I just I just love it. There's nothing beats the moment that baby comes out. Like, it's addictive, you know, going home and I yeah. get in the shower and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just at somebody's birth. I was part of that team of helping bringing that life into the world and, you know, yep. them thanking me knowing that I help make a difference. And it's just, it's a really yep. addictive, it's addictive because it's a passion. And I think when you love yep. what you do, it's not 
a job well you know being on it's call even I would say it. even beyond passion it's it's a purpose for you it like is. it's, it's a like purpose. a calling it is it's a calling yeah, yeah. It's a calling. so and I yeah. think that um obviously not every passion is going to feel like that but I would definitely challenge women to keep chasing you know if you're not quite feeling it if you're in a job that Obviously, there's a time and a place though. Sometimes we've just got to do what we've got to do to provide for our family and, you know, um, be in the best position we can be. But definitely never give up on um, on your passion and keep dreaming and writing things down in the middle of the night. And um, we only get one life, right? So you've just got to try and yeah. make the most of it. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Are you a reader? Oh, I am when I read, but like if I start reading something, I have to read it, but I haven't properly read for years. Like it's actually quite sad. Like I'll say one day I'll get back into it, but I just don't have the, yeah. The reason why I ask, do you have a book that you loved that made an impact on you at all at any stage in your life that kind of was like you got a learning or a teaching out of that you were like, hmm. Oh, well, I mean, anything by Eckhart Tolle, like The Power of Now, all those kind of books I've read and they're amazing. Um, Yeah. And I think, I don't know, like The Secret. Have you read the the book The Secret? uh, We are very much on the same page. Okay, good. (laughs) Honestly, this is just – I say it to people like I honestly believe in it so much. So it's going to sound a bit silly, but I'm going to put it out there. When I was wanting to meet someone, like I've had so many like relationships in the past, like in my early 20s and I just really wanted to kind of find find that person. I read The Secret and I got a piece of paper and I wrote down what I wanted in a partner. And it was really descriptive, like really like I was like, wait, girl, you're not going to find this person. Like this person's a unicorn. Um, yeah. And I wrote it down. I put it in my bedside table drawer and every night I would read it and I would, you know, do these positive affirmations to myself, which I actually talk about yeah. a lot with my clients. We're all about yeah, positive totally. affirmations and beautiful mindset. Yep. Yeah, beautiful birth visualizations. It's super easy to do each night just to get yourself, you know, in that mindset. And, um, yeah, so I was doing it every night and then I met my husband. And he was all of those and he, things. And now he's really annoying so, and I can't get rid of him. But, <laughs> but um, it works. And I tell people, like, if you're feeling there's something missing or, you know, you know, single people, like, if there's something out there, like, you know, single solo mamas and you just really want to, um, you know, find that connection with someone again, like, write it down and visualize it mm, and tell yourself yep. that you deserve it. Like, you really do. So, you absolutely. Are, yeah, you I am. Um, what you put out. Absolutely. The Secret was one of the books that started the beginning of my personal growth journey. Amazing. And it's something that I learned you have to be very, very descriptive with. Otherwise, you literally get what you ask for. So, I did that in relation to my house. Like when I moved to Newcastle, I didn't talk about what I wanted my house to look like. I was like, I live near the water. I'm close to the beach. I'm near great schools. Like all this kind of stuff. But I forgot the description of the house. <laughs> so I got everything I asked for yes. and a shack. In a shack. Yep. Okay. Yep. And a shack. So and I like I remember like, when I moved in there with my husband, we moved in there and I was like, hmm, 
this is everything I asked for. And I, I remember this moment I was like, but I didn't talk about how I wanted the house to be. How I wanted the so I was like, okay, let's go do it again. And we've knocked that down and we've built a beautiful house now, oh, beautiful. which is everything that I listed. So, yeah. okay, but be descriptive. If you're going to do this, yeah, be descriptive, very yeah. specific. So, yes. I love that. And I love that you've read The Secret. It's it's an amazing book. So, if anyone listening hasn't read that, you have to read um, it. put it on your book list. It's yeah, like it's anything, a game changer. Like I know that. People get frightened by things like, you know, the secret or hypnobirthing or little things like that. People get a bit like, oh, it's a bit hippie and a bit wishy-washy and, a, you know, but honestly, you can take a lot from things like that and you just take what you want, mm. you know, take it with a grain totally. of salt. But, um, yeah, the, the power of your mind is amazing and I'm learning so much more about that, you know, through births, um, mm. that your mindset obviously can yeah. Everything and just yeah, having totally. somebody to keep you in check. And I do a lot of work with my clients who are, you know, nearing that 40 weeks or post dates, 41 weeks. I'll go qu- over quite a lot because just to keep mm. in check, like, okay, like just to keep your mind in check um, because our, man, our mind is just so powerful. So, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any time that I have felt more powerful mm-hmm. than when I have birthed. It's insane. Because when you get your head into the right space yes. and you totally like zone in and anchor into that, it is just the most powerful thing that, I mean, I don't know that you could ever do as a woman, but it's certainly the most powerful thing that I've oh, ever done as a woman. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's got to be it's like, phenomenal. I've seen birthing women go for 15 hours who have pre-labored for three days and, you mm. know, just keep keep going. And I think too, like if you... You know, my advice for people, if you if you can't, don't have access to a doula or you don't, um, you know, especially at the moment with COVID, you know, the restrictions of mm. not being able to have a doula, like I can't go into the hospital and support my September clients. And mm. I think the important thing is just look up doing affirmations and visualizations mm. and just know that when things start, they, you know, you just need to go into your zone and you just need to accept that you're there to birth your baby. It's all, everything's normal and everything's, um, you've just got to kind of get through each contraction and try and remain as, you know, not as tense as possible, but. Um, yeah, just focused. Yeah, focused, focused. Centered, grounded, present. Have your baby. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget, yeah. I know it sounds silly, like, but we forget that. I think it's especially at the end of the pregnancy, you just, oh my gosh, it just, it's so difficult mm. to kind of lose mm. focus. But um, yeah, no, I love it though. I love it. I could talk about it all day. And I can tell. I love that. <laughs> but when you when you find your passion, that's what it's like. You can't shut up about it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sharing all of your knowledge with everyone. Where can people come and find you? Socials and yeah. website. Yes. So, my website is being redone at the moment because we're, I'm doing mm-hmm. some exciting new stuff. But um, yeah. at the moment, so my business is called Mama to Mama. So, M-A-M-A number two mama and I have an Instagram page for that or just Jules Coffee on Instagram as well. So always open for a chat. What will your website be once it's up and running? What will the domain be? So I'm starting a new business, a whole different side of things um, and that's called Your Mindful Mama. I love it. So it'll be yourmindfulmama.com.au? Yourmindfulmama.com.au. I've got .com and .com.au but it'll probably be brilliant. That's what I do when I buy a domain. So. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So um, there'll be I have these ideas. Starting. I buy domains, and then I'm like, 
yeah, yeah. I've got quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so do I. But this one's um, this one's an exciting one, and I think it'll it's gonna um help a lot of people. So, but I haven't told awesome. anyone about it. This is the first time I've told anyone about it. So yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Appreciate that, and thank you for being here. And thank you everyone who's listened to this episode. Please share it on your socials and tag Jules and myself in it. We'll come and say hi. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the podcast. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.